Star Wars is weird, everybody. We all understand that. But is it possible that The Rise of Skywalker may be the weirdest Star Wars movie to date? We are going to talk all about the possibilities of that happening. So welcome back, everybody, to the Resistance broadcast. I'm John Hoey. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have a fun one. We are bringing back our new segment, One with the Force, to get us warmed up for our discussion, where, yes, we're going to talk about how weird will J.J. Abrams make Episode Nine? Is it possible it's the weirdest Star Wars movie to date? And how weird do we want it to get? But before uh, we do that... I'm going to introduce a couple of weirdos like myself. Uh, James Bainey, Lacey Gillerin. Guys, are you ready to get weird? I uh, I guess so. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We talked a lot about a weird stuff on uh, on Monday, and it's just yeah. probably going to get even weirder. Um, I'm wearing my Django Fett best dad ever. World's best dad. Wor- world's best dad, yeah. And then my son has the Boba Fett, and it says world's best clone. <laughs> oh, that's cute. That's, that's really pretty cute. good. Yeah, very nice. I'm wearing a shirt for a little passion project I like to call Make Solo 2 Happen. That is a passion project, without a <laughs> doubt. It's a really um, indie passion project. I'm also the weirdest person on this podcast. I'd like to take that crown. Hmm. We should have a weird off one day. I think I'm I think I win. I really Why? do. Why are you the weirdest person on the podcast? I can't say. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh, I won't. <laughs> Thus, I won't even. why I'm weird. All right. Maybe just because you own cats. How about that? That's not weird. Oh, I'm just kidding. I love cats. No, you don't. All Liar. right, guys. You know what I, you know what I do I love, love, though? People you know cats, what? like CG cats, <laughs> like the movie cats. James, you know what I love? Meow, 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 meow. Yeah. <laughs> I love when we create... New things on the podcast to stay fresh because you want to stand out. You want to be different from the other podcasts. You want to be unique. You want people to like what you do. Quality content. And what we do here is create segments that we hope people like, like one with the force. So where's Baze Malbus? Force is with me. And I'm one with the force. There he was. There he was. I really <laughs> wish you was. just played the Cats trailer right there. Yeah. <laughs> the du, 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 du. You know, including what? like the little thing at the beginning that's like Cats trailer begins now. <laughs> like true story. I haven't watched it. <laughs> the, the Cats trailer? No. Nah. Everyone's like, "What is this?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, <laughs> "Oh, weird." They started running ads on YouTube. Nope. That's uh, that's in part the of the programming. <laughs> anyway, boy, uh, one with the force this week. We got five questions as we normally do for Will of the Force, but this is one with the force. If you're not familiar with the segment, you missed a couple weeks ago when we did it. We're gonna I'm gonna ask a question to these two, and I will also be answering the question. But we only get one answer. That's it. One. Word, answer, one single thing. Uh, they all tend to be the same type of question. If you could take one thing, if you could do one thing, whatever, if you could have one thing. So let's get started. What's the one Star Wars movie you would show to someone who has never heard of the franchise to say, this is Star Wars? You know, you're handing it to him. This is Star Wars. I only get one to show you. John, what's your one movie that you show them and why is it Empire Strikes Back? It is The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> um, because it's the greatest movie ever made. And I think it encompasses all the great things about Star Wars, from storytelling to uh, effects at the time and characters and, and great planets. And, and it's an adventure and a love story. And it has uh, it has everything that you need from Star Wars right there in it. So I think if you like all different facets of Star Wars, I feel like you could find a little bit of it somewhere in The Empire Strikes Back. All right, Lacey, what's your pick and why is it The Force Awakens? It is The Force Awakens. (laughs) (laughs) Well, James, it's an adventure and a love story and all the different (laughs) facets of Star Wars. Um. No, I I really like that movie because I think it introduced a lot of people to Star Wars in a way that um, I felt when I first watched it when I was little. 
I think 2015 was a year that a lot of people started to like Star Wars, um, like a whole new generation, which there's something just like really magical about that. Um, I also think because there's so many callbacks and uh, pieces of the other films in it, you could watch that and then go back and watch the other ones um, and it would draw people in. Plus it's new, so it's like got better graphics and crazy special effects and I love Ray and Kylo, so... I thought for sure that everybody would say A New Hope because it's this it's the standard uh Star it's Wars. It's slow. But yeah, you you know what's weird then I was kind of like I don't know if I want to pick that either cuz it's it's the furthest out. It's the oldest Star Wars we have. So like special right. effects and all that other stuff. Right. It might not click with people. So I started thinking about it and I think the one that I might actually show people would be the Phantom Menace. <laughs> I actually thought you were going to say that. I should have been like, and why is it the Phantom Menace? <laughs> why I is it the Phantom Menace? I was going to say Rogue One. I think, really? Uh, oh, that's a good one too. But um, but I think with the Phantom Menace, I, I, I think there's something about like, this is where it all started. And I think if, if you hand somebody to this, uh, you know, it, the question is if they've never heard of the franchise before, but you know that's not true. They know Darth Vader, you know. They kind of know a little bit about this stuff, and I think it'd just kind of be interesting to show them and say, like, yeah, you never seen Star Wars? Start, let's start you with episode one and, like, have you watch it all the way through because um, that's exactly what I did uh, with my friend long ago, and he's, he gave me a whole different perspective on, like, you know, it's weird because when you get to Empire Strikes Back, they're talking about Yoda, and they're, like, it's, uh, like... It's some mystery person. It's like, we all know you're Yoda, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just like little weird twists and turns that kind of has a different understanding of the movie when you watch it in that order and you've never seen them before. So um, I, I think that that's interesting and it's unique because most people have seen four, five, six, one, two, three. So um, I go with that. All right, we're doing the next one. The next question uh, for one with the force is name one non-sentient species in Star Wars that you would like to have as a pet. Lacey, you're kicking this one off for us. A porg. A porg. I want a porg so bad. They're adorable. They're cute. They're fun. They have personalities. I like it. John, you got anything besides a porg? Yeah, Vulptex. Vulptex? I thought that was going to be James's answer. Nope. Do you want my answer? You just going with Vulptex? It's going to be from Rebels, I bet. No, what's your answer? Why, John? Oh, I have to explain why? Oh, because they're like dogs and uh, they jingle jangle. <laughs> and uh, they jingle jangle. They, they, I'm claustrophobic and they show you how to get out of places. So. Yeah. Nice. Um, I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go with the, 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 I, now I can't think of their name, but it's the Loth Cat, the Tiku. What are they called? Dang it. What are those things called? Loth Cat? Tiku Cats? No. Is it like yeah, a I mini Loth Cat? The, no, Loth Cat is just the name like that they kind of assign Lothcat? the ones that are on, the ones that are on Lothal, but they have a, um, the, uh, they have a, a bigger name and I, I'm blanking on it. I even looked it up before this and I was like, oh, that's right. They're called that. Um, but the, the reason is, is because I just think about every other pet in the world. I'm like, would I want a goat? No. So would I want any Star Wars animal that looks or acts like a goat? No. And that's like even the Voltex or like Loath Wolves. I'm like, I don't want a wolf. Why would I want a wolf? You know? You could ride it. Um, I mean, that's kind of true, but like, what am I, where to, to work? Like, where am I going to ride this thing? I don't know. It'd keep you warm know. in the winter. My wife has a horse and I'm like, I mean, it's great. Like I, uh, Annie's awesome. But at the same time, I'm like, I would never want to take care of a horse, you know? So I'm just like, what's the most realistic animal? It's like dog, cat. Like there's not Pork. really a dog. Porg. I don't know. Your wife's horse's name too, is but- Annie. Yeah, Annie. Yeah. So when it's raining, is Rachel like, Storm's coming, Annie? 
Yes, actually, <laughs> she says that pretty much all the time, and I think it's weird too. I'm like, do you know that's from Star? Wars? She's like, what are you talking? She's about? like, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, she's like, what's Star Wars? And you're like, why don't you watch the Phantom Menace? I'll show you. This is Star yeah. Wars. Let me show you this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Next question is, what is one thing uh, that could happen in the Rise of Skywalker that could potentially make you dislike the movie? <laughs> <sighs> Taking a turn down negative town. Yeah. John, why do you hate the rise of Skywalker already? <laughs> I, I don't know. Cause I'm trying to, I'm really trying to build my brand on my YouTube channel. Um, from my mom's basement and, uh, I like hot pockets. That's why. Um, no, what's one thing that could happen? Ray dying. Uh, that would really bother me a lot. So that would be it. Yeah. That's a pretty good point. Yeah. Lacey, what do you think? I immediately thought Chewie dying would really bother me. Or like R2. I guess any like beloved character dying would really bother me. Like Like Leia, I'd be kind of okay with because it's like the passing of the torch. It depends how she died. But like Chewie or C-3PO or R2-D2, it would really bother me if they died. There's no reason. Is the C-3PO getting mowed down like L3 did? Like how emotional that would be? It'd be weird. Like, even if Ray died, it depends if it was like her sacrificing herself or something like that. Like, I would understand in the sense of the story, but like Chewie or, yeah, I I don't know. That would affect me more, I think. A lot of people are saying like, ooh, Ray's going to sacrifice herself. for. I'm I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying I'd be understanding if that was the case. (laughs) He's like, we're saying goodbye to the Skywalker. She's our new hero. So let's kill her. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to bring up the baby head, John. No. (laughs) We'll we'll get there. Oh, yeah. Um, For me, I I think that uh, there's a lot of answers to this. There's, I mean, I joke about this all the time. Like, oh, if Chief Palpatine's wearing a clown nose, you know, or something (laughs) like. Obviously, there's a billion things, right? I could be like, what is going on? Um, But I I don't know. One possible answer. I, I I hope that the good guys win. You know, I would be pretty bummed if, for whatever reason, they decided to do like the twist turn at the end, and it's like. And then Palpatine ruled again. End of Skywalker saga. Yeah. The bad guys won. That's the trick ending. I think, no one expected. You know, I'm like, I don't yeah. know. You, you got to play into your audience a little bit. People were iffy on The Last Jedi because they didn't feel like anything really happened. So to be, have like the whole saga ended a big loss, yeah. I feel like that would just bum everybody out so i think the only other thing that i could think of besides like a death like that is like time travel would really bother me oh god that's a good one too yeah that'd be awful yeah i i'm a sucker for time travel though that's i like i don't know i know it doesn't really fit into star wars but like we saw we saw time travel in star wars and i was like okay yeah <laughs> the force I all right not, i didn't like it I like the I idea mean, that time is a is a linear thing and the choices you make along the way affect the future. I don't like the idea that someone can go back and change things. Yeah. And, it just, and to me, it just seems lazy writing. It seems it also like... Takes, it takes the tension away because you're like, oh, we can just right. go fix it? Okay. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. As long yeah. as I go 88 miles an hour, I can fix it. But stuff. you can't fix it. That's the, uh, that's the lesson as we learned. Twice. Mm. I don't know. I just yeah. feel like... Anyway... Imagine at the end of the credits for the Rise of Skywalker, you hear Palpatine's laugh again. And that's the power of <laughs> <laughs> You hear Huey Lewis in the news. Sorry, son. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. <laughs> so the next one on the list is coming uh, for us. It's if you could never watch one Star Wars movie or show ever again, which would it be? So earlier we were talking about this is this is the one I pick that's like the epitome of Star Wars. And now we have this other one that's like, yeah, if I was on an island, though, uh, maybe not take this one. <laughs> um, so Lacey, I'm what, the what do you Star think? Wars your... movie of the group. What are you talking about? Never mind. Only patrons <laughs> will get it. Go ahead. Me first. Uh, Attack of the Clones. 
Mm. You got a little sand in your pants there? No. Attack of the clones. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Nothing. Attack uh, of the clones. I don't I don't like that movie. All right, John. What do you got? Do you have a different answer? I do. The Clone right. Wars movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, come he on. Hates this movie. Stinks. <laughs> is that I I mean if that's a possible answer, yeah, I'd take that one for sure. Why wouldn't it be, it be, it be a possible answer? Is oh my it, God. I don't know. <laughs> what? I don't know. Okay. Was that I a guess. tough question? <laughs> Next. Well, wouldn't, wouldn't we all pick that then? All right. I, mm. I guess the, even if you take the theatrical or well, it was theatrical, but all right, I guess mine would be attack of the clones too, you know? Mm. Um, I mean, the question was I movie or show. One. You could even pick a show. Like you could be like Star oh, Wars Rebels. True. Get out. Bye, Kanan. Uh, right now, if that was the case, I'd probably throw Resistance under the bus. Oh, <laughs> poor Resistance. I would because too. Christopher Sean yeah. follows us right now gone no i mean like don't get me wrong like i love it but right now there's only one season of the show and i feel like i could easily disconnect from it but like if you told me i had to lose rebels you know or i had to lose clone wars i was thinking it was only movies and i was thinking it was also like live action movies too Hmm. um maybe i should read the questions (laughs) next one is appreciative (laughs) all right this is the last one guys uh you need to find someone in the galaxy who owes you a lot of money which bounty hunter can only pick one in star wars history do you employ to find said person john who are you Uh, picking well some people out there are not gonna like this answer some people out there are gonna like this answer. Boba Fett. Got it going with the boba? Yeah. Why why you know, you know why, why do you be- say that? Because he put be- a Because we talked what we talked my about Falcon. Yeah. Yeah. Because what we talked about in Empire, how like Han <laughs> tried to out trick and he out tricked the whole empire, and Boba Fett was like, nah, got you. The old garbage shoot trick. Can't fly away with the garbage. Imagine if that didn't pan out and he's like, dang, I pretty much blew this whole thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I got to go with Boba Fett. I know that's um, probably one of the popular answers, but I think that's, if I needed that money, I think it'd be him. Lacey, who are you picking? I was going to say Boba, but I now I can't say it because John said it. Uh, Correct. I, I guess I'll say Bosk because Bosk is cool and green and... People like that character, so mm. why not? My pick is Embo. Because he has that like old Japanese style to him. But mm-hmm. here's my biggest reason. James doesn't want is his that, money. Is James doesn't want what? Your money. What? What? Whose money? He's not going to find your money. Money? Who's talking about money? Oh, read the question, James. (laughs) Finding? No, he's trying to find a person. He's not trying to find money. Yeah, the person trying to find a person who owes him money. So okay. All right. No, this guy. This guy's good. He's one of the best bounty hunters out there. But here's the thing: is that I don't want to go with Boba Fett because Boba Fett has ties to the Huts, and I ain't messing around with those guys. They're wacky, right? No, and I wanted to do Cad Bane. But I just got a feeling that guy's too pricey. Like I just want, <laughs> I just want someone threads. to find my guy. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going with who I think is the coolest and who actually has a lot of like uh, cool fighting ability. So that's who I'm going with. Embo, look him up. Imagine six months from now we could answer Zori Bliss at this question. Oh yeah. Hmm. Could yeah. we don't know yet? We could. Right. Right. But that's She's exciting. too busy raising Ray. <laughs> this is mom. Denied. Mm-hmm. Denied. That's it for one with the force. We answered all the questions. Let us know in the YouTube comments Wait, or, or page comments. 
anything else like that where no. what would be your choices your ones if right. you will yeah and uh that's it that's it for one with the force i can't believe people think that she's ray's mom everybody like, thinks everybody's ray's mom it's like likely zori guys yeah that's a, that's lando a is ray's mom yeah All you right. know who's not ray's mom you know who's Lando. not? That's you, mellow. You know who? Yeah. Who's, yeah. That was, good, that was a, good, good, a good segue. Yeah. You're welcome. That's class right there. Classy <laughs> segue. Uh, so we do a thing here every Thursday called the Patreon Pod Race. And it's where we give our generals a chance to be on the show um, as thank you for supporting us and being a part of the resistance. So this week, we're welcoming Mellow from overseas in España. And we asked him... If you could be an extra in any scene in Star Wars history, what scene would he want to be in and why? Mello, not Ray's mom, take it away. Greetings from Sevilla, Resistance. Today I find myself in Plaza de España, a monument that was built for the Ibero-American Exhibition of 1929. Uh, this place was created to showcase the world, Spain's accomplishments in industries and architecture. So, you know, this place has actually been sought by by many filmmakers due to its beauty and its splendor. And it can be seen in many films such as Lords of Arabia and our own Star Wars Attack of the Clones. Which empowers me for today's answers. Even though not here in Naboo, which I would love to be just because it's beautiful, I will take myself to Geonosis and be part of that battle. I remember that, that moment when I saw it for the first time. It was so awesome to see so many Jedi fight so many foes. And even though Attack of the Clone is not one of the best movies out there, for me, that battle is just enough, you know, to redeem it. That's all I have. Be well, Resistance. Nice. Ooh, wow. First hmm. on location. Yes. Mellow so envious. Um, on location i couldn't help but think he was like a st- <laughs> he's standing there with like a megaphone and like a clipboard and he's like in blah 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 year and everyone's walking around is like who is this a tour or it's just him <laughs> by himself john what do you think uh i mean i like Mello's approach there i mean obviously that's so cool that he was on a location from attack of the clones when you had uh Anakin and Padme walking, and he's like, don't worry, we have our two with us. All of a sudden, Anakin's got like a New York accent, and you're like, what's going on, Hayden? What is happening? But <laughs> little then, did he know he was auditioning for Little Italy, which would come years later. Yeah, he's like, you gotta put the Go gobble bowl on the pizza. <laughs> uh, um, yo, but uh, his, his point that the Geonosis battle, um, I wouldn't pick that, but the fact that he said that that redeemed attack of the clones for him a very positive approach to answering this question so much credit there and it is a cool scene and you could definitely pick so many different things to be in the background of whether it's a jedi or a creature a geonosian uh or a guard for dooku so i think it's not a bad answer and uh i don't know that any other pod race is going to beat uh you being on a star wars location but watch next week like andrew whoever's up next is going to be like at in Tunisia. He's like, hey guys, <laughs> to Tunisia. No, good job, Mello. You're the man. Hope all's well. And stop sending me pictures of your food. <laughs> James. I actually, I, I was going to say, I think it's actually a smart choice because I'm pretty sure all the extras in the background were CG characters other than the Jedis. So it's pretty much for sure monsters that someone's f- like, weren't real. Come on, James. The, what? Yeah. He's joking. Keep the, going. The, uh, I was like, what is he talking about? Um, the, no. So then if you're just a background random Jedi, you, mm-hmm. you've got built in insurance that somebody at some point in a comic or something is going to write a story about you too. Nobody's writing a story about random Geonosian 368. Right. Right. But, uh, but no, I think that's a smart choice because you end up being some sort of Jedi in there. Good choice. Yep. Yeah, Mello, you did a great job. Per huge, uh, on location. Um, Spell that. Location. Per huge. I feel bad that I just answered that Attack of the Clones is the one. (laughs) 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 Watch. 
Oh, sorry. Bad timing. Didn't read the room. Um, but yeah, you did a great job. And I think that is a really cool battle scene for any Star Wars fan to watch. So I understand why you picked that. Um, but great job. If you guys want to be a part of Patreon, you can find us on patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. John, want to bring us into the discussione? <laughs> what is what? Is, yeah, I, I do. I would love to. <laughs> Obi-Wan once thought as you do. That's so weird. You're being weird tonight. Wait, what she's doing is the same thing Anakin did in those scenes with R2. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. oh, <laughs> discussione. Remember at the beginning of the episode where I was like, I'm the weirdest one, and you were like, why? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're definitely hamming it up on this one. All right. All right. Will The Rise of Skywalker be the weirdest Star Wars movie? Now, weird is a broad term, I get that, as we're talking about a fantasy story that revolves around a mystical force with flying dog pilots, aliens, laser swords, and a made-up galaxy far, far away. But Star Wars has a tone, a standard set of what we've come to expect 40 years into the franchise, and after 10, and if you want to count the Clone Wars, 11 movies (laughs) and countless other content, we kind of have a, a, you know, our idea of what where the limits are with Star Wars, or what's our what's our little tunnel of what fits in Star Wars. But, you know, we've been hearing a lot of weird rumors, and we talked about them on Monday, if you listened to our uh, episode from a few days ago, about the final chapter in the Skywalker saga. And J.J. has been on record saying that he wanted to take some risks here after seeing what Ryan Johnson did in uh, The Last Jedi. But... I guess, guys, let's just have like a like a wide open chat about how weird we think uh, the Rise of Skywalker will be. Is it possible it will be the weirdest Star Wars movie to date? Uh, will J.J. Abrams do things we never imagined we'd see in a Star Wars movie? So I'm gonna start real quick just by saying, you know, last week I had tweeted and people gave me weird reactions to this that I think when it's all said and done, this movie will be called the Harry Potter of Star Wars movies. And the reason why I think that is I think they're going to employ things that we never saw happen used by the Force and a lot of other things, and I'm not even talking about Luke's projection. I think it's going to be very weird, and I keep saying that word, but... Uh, I, I think it is going to be. I think it's J.J. Abrams is going to balance Easter eggs and fan service with just really weird and new stuff. And I think a lot of that stems from the fact that he wants to prove that he's not just rehashing ideas George Lucas had because I think he took it really personal when people said um, The Force Awakens was pretty much a rehash of A New Hope. So that's where I stand. I, I think it's going to be a wild one. Uh, where, do you, where are you guys on this? Who wants to start uh, with your certain point of view? I have to agree that I think it is going to be weird. Um, I think that because they have described it as being magical and I think that JJ loves creating characters and droids and stuff like that. So if he's given the go ahead by Disney and Bob Iger being like, you know what? Do what you want to do. You know, JJ is going to come up with some crazy stuff for this movie and everything that we've been kind of, hearing rumor and leak wise which again we don't know if they're true or not but from what we talked about on monday with the crazy baby spider head thing to now people are saying that they're doing this like force flash fighting thing where ray and kylo are fighting between dimensions and locations and at first when i when i first read that i was like there's no way that's so crazy i can't even imagine that as something and then the art book comes out and you have Ray and Kylo stacked on top of each other, divided by what looks like water or they're in two different locations. Um, so it kind of plays into the like, well, what? Well, why not? Why not have this be part of the movie? Um, I think J.J., like you said, John, is on a mission to make this movie his own and to make it something you've never seen before. And we hear things like, Kevin Smith saying it's going to melt your mind. So mm-hmm. I think it's just going to be crazy and weird mm. and fantastical and something we could never imagine. James, where are you at in this thing? The only thing that's weird to me is the, the force thing. 
Because when it comes to the baby thing, I know that that's weird, but like, is it any weirder than the green uh, creatures on Octo, you know? Right. With the with the milk. Is it any weirder than Borgullet, you know? And I know right. these are like, these are all like from the new new stuff, but like, but like is Java, it any weirder big than slug. like... Well, yeah, that, I mean, that that's a good one, too. Like, I, I just feel like there's a lot of stuff that, like, we kind of just get used to or whatever. Um, we're like, oh, it's a new thing in Star Wars. And everything has always been, like, really weird like that. Um, so the baby thing with the spider and all that, that doesn't really... I don't know. that The spider drawing that we saw looks very much like the spiders in Rebels. So it's like, I'm already used to that. If they brought that in it would be even be cool for them to say that it was the same one. And then it isn't weird. I'm like, cool. That creature got like a cameo, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't really think mm. that that's, that's weird. Um, the other thing too, is like, sometimes I think we forget how weird star Wars was like if star Wars was one, two and three, and then there's four, like people would have walked out of four being like, so consequences don't mean anything anymore. People just come back. They can just be ghosts now. And then like five builds into that six builds into that seven, you know what I mean? Like that mm-hmm. doesn't really have any force ghost stuff, but then eight is also doing it. It's like by the time they got to nine and they're like, it's, it's no surprise that franchise went crazy off the rails with all that stuff. Palpatine's back. No surprise there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So when you think about stuff like that, I don't really know that bringing Palpatine back to life is that crazy considering we've, we've gotten used to there being force ghosts, but um, it's not that that's out of the realm of the star Wars, even movie cinematic universe. Um, But the flash fighting thing definitely is, is weird to me a little bit. Um, I think that, that if they did it in the right way, it could be really visually stunning and kind of cool. I wonder if it will kind of have that Lacey, you uh, or John, you were relating it to Harry Potter. Like, I wonder if it will kind of have that like Horcrux thing where like when you touch your yeah. to this location or something. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, okay, so maybe there's something where there's pieces and they're, they're going between these different worlds and stuff. And, I don't know. I guess it could be kind of interesting because like I said, we've, we've opened that door before in like comics and, and, and some of the other shows where there's like these weird things that happen in the force. And that's kind of a staple of star Wars too, is that you look at, um, last Jedi and they have the, the force Skype. There's no other way to really call yeah. call Everybody calls it that they're like, right. Oh, you can just like call someone using the force now. Um, and have these conversations and you're look, Kylo's looking at his hand. He's got water on it. And it's like, I, like that stuff is strange, but it all falls into this category of like, we just have no understanding of how powerful the force really is and what the force can do. Right. So when you're talking about two really strong epitomes of the force, dark and light, and they're clashing to this degree. Um, I don't even know if like, you can consider Obi-Wan the epitome of light, you know, when he clashed with Darth Vader and like, I, uh, I mean, Darth Vader is in Anakin in revenge mm-hmm. of the Sith. And I don't mm-hmm. really know if you can consider Luke, the epitome of light when it comes to that clash at the end of return of the Jedi. But, but I think what they're setting up for this is like, this is light versus dark. This is, mm-hmm. I guess, but wouldn't the idea of Palpatine coming, coming in on back itself. be weird? Like, isn't well, that in itself weird? Yeah. Maybe. So that's, that's the thing that really throws me is because, you know, canonically in the comics, they recently introduced that where they're bringing Sith Lords back through artifacts and there's a lot of Sith artifacts bopping around in this sequel trilogy, including Darth Vader's mask so they can do it the question is and i always say this you know the weird stuff belongs in the comics because that's the stuff diehard fans will soak up but 
when it comes to Star Wars fans, and not just us nutcases who are obsessed with it, but just Star Wars fans, like my brother, they may say that that is just insanity. That guy died, they killed him, and, and Sith don't come back as ghosts, and they don't get resurrected. And if you can resurrect, then then everything you did is, is was pointless. And I get that, and that's dangerous. And I don't know how JJ is going to address that, but... Right, because Darth Maul was confusing for people. And that was just a time thing, and people didn't know that he didn't die. And yeah, right. people were like, wait a minute, that would happen before the Phantom Menace? It's like, no, no, let me explain that. But this, you have to explain a, a ton. And I guess you can just say, well, it's Palpatine. And you could simply just say that. He's the most powerful Sith ever, and he figured it out. And that might be enough for JJ. I don't, I don't know. You guys, do you really think like the overall fan would be, I mean, I know the question is like, oh, Palpatine, like that guy's back. But I think that's why you put him in the trailers and you make him very clear yep. that this guy's coming back and let all the questions happen beforehand instead of like in the middle of the movie, like bringing him back and people are like, what, what's happening? Right. Um, but I, but I think, do you really think that the fan base would, would watch the movie and go like, what? That doesn't make any sense. How'd they bring that character back to life? He was dead when you have all of these force ghosts. They did it with, but I'm only speaking from my personal experience. Uh-huh. Like Matt had no idea how Darth Maul was there. He couldn't even understand. He was like, that guy's dead. Why is he there? Is he, is what's going on? Which... I agree with you, James. I think by using it in marketing and stuff and and letting it be known in trailers that he's back, people are going to be like, oh, man, he's back. Okay, I wonder what happened. And that makes sense. It sets the story up. But then I think when it gets weird is when we start talking about, and this is something that John was super against, is like the body snatching stuff where he's like possessing people and like switching bodies and stuff, which... A lot of people are running with these theories saying, oh, Palpatine was Snoke and then Snoke got cut in half. So then he became went back into the mess and all stuff. And after that, it's like, okay, but then it gets into the supernatural stuff. And is that stuff? My question is, is that stuff Star Wars? Yeah. See, that's when I think you're going from fantasy to like supernatural where it feels like yeah like horror or sci-fi or something and that's when i think you, you, you we veer off the path path a bit and i gotta wonder like because what ryan johnson did in the last jedi was weird for star wars i remember when i first watched it um the force like james you were saying the skype thing where they see each other and the, the physical manifestations of octo in the moisture on his hand uh it shows that transfer is there and is that the start of them learning these flash fights where they're actually moving their whole bodies across to the galaxy through the force like so when i saw that i was like wow that's really kind of weird that ryan's doing that and then Mm -hmm. the loop projection i was like holy cow like we just kicked the door open on what you can do with the force and then he's like and then movie stuff like oh flashbacks are in star wars now that's weird and I keep saying the word weird. I'm like, because I'm not used to that. So, but now it's normal. So then what is JJ going to do? Because you know, he's probably going to up the ante a bit. Are we going to get more flashbacks? Are we going to get more projections? And are we going to take those manifestations from the Skype sessions and and make it where like Ray can jump to here, jump to there? And is JJ going to say, now I can introduce Endor, uh, Mustafar, Naboo, because they can bounce to all these familiar places and fans as they're fighting, you would be like, Holy cow, that's where Luke fought Vader. Holy cow, that's where that happened. And they're as they're fighting, like that could be kind of cool, but also really weird. And confusing. What does that mean? Yeah. So, okay. So, I mean, like, I agree with you when you're saying that J.J. Abrams is going to up the ante a little bit. I, I don't doubt that. You know, he might actually bring in some interesting stuff. But... When I'm looking at um, when I'm looking at Ray being able to it, during this fight teleport is the best maybe way to explain it. It's like yeah. she's jumping from one location to another, and um, it's kind of like through like folding, you know, like all of a sudden she can just like walk from one location to another over large distances and stuff. Okay, here's why I don't think that's weird because I think that it's happening between these two people who are very force sensitive and it's only happening during this battle because I don't think 
Um, I can't imagine any scenario where, like, say, for instance, Ray kills Kylo Ren, they've defeated him, and then at the end of it, she's like, I now know this technique, and she's the only person in the, she can, she has this ability to, like, you know, teleport from planet to planet and everybody else has to use light speed. I don't see it as a new technique. She learned. Mm -hmm. I see this as something where she's like, she can't explain it, but it's happening around her. Yeah. 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 And it's the force interfering. I I agree. Cause if it's not that Um, it's that movie jumper with Hayden Christensen, which is ironic because it's Anakin. Here's another thing too. You could also debate, you could also debate, um, is it is it even really there or is it just a vision of what she's seeing? Because we've already seen her jump from Takadana to Jakku to uh, Bespin in The Force Awakens. And she's seeing these people and she's she's there. You know, she's standing in front of the Knights of Ren and they turn and they look at her and they, you know, all this other stuff. She's already kind of doing this location jumping in a movie that we've seen earlier. That was a new technique then. Um, I didn't even think about that, to be honest, because she's running, then she falls, she's in a new location, then she falls again, and she's, like, she's in a new location. She's in a new location, yeah. And then she falls backwards, and she's back at Maz's happened. castle. I, I thought that was just, she was sitting there holding the lightsaber the whole time, and it was just something she was envisioning. No, she, was she lets go of it. She lets go well, of it. Okay. She touches it, but lets she's go, there. And, and the case shuts. I know, so, but so that's she's how there. I started it. It says we might be looking at this like she's. We're hearing that she can teleport from place to place, but what I'm saying is she might not even be doing that. It might mm-hmm. be something that's only kind of like a vision to her and Kylo. They're now suddenly, what if for whatever reason, um, there's like these big pivotal points in the timeline, or like um, these big locations force heavy locations and that could be like Tatooine because Anakin was born there, you know? Yeah. So it's like a a big heavy force location. So for whatever reason, like when this battle's happening, like she's somehow linked and it like surrounds her. It doesn't mean she necessarily travels to that location, but for whatever reason, there's some sort of like force connectivity to this place and she's envisioning it. Envisioning it. I I like I agree with what you're saying and I, I hope it's right. That it's something that's just happening, and she can't just be like, like, yeah, like, I dream of genie and just you know <laughs> hop over to sort of do whatever she wants. Like, um, but if it's just a force fight, then we're back to where we were in the Last Jedi, where Luke really wasn't fighting Kylo Ren, and I want some real, physical, tangible lightsaber fightings. I don't want it to be like we're in a VR set and we're fighting through the force. I want those two to be face to face like they were in the force awakens trying to kill each other. That's what I want to see. So that, 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 that I liked half of what you said there that it just happens, but I need, I need real fights for sure. I'm not picturing like Kylo in one location and Ray in another, I'm picturing them both on Tatooine and then both on Endor and then both on, but, but they're not both really there. They're not, they're, oh, no, no, no. They're not, their bodies are real, but they're not really on Bespin. They're fighting on whatever planet they're fighting on, wherever they're fighting. Mm. But what they see and what they're they're surrounded in. But they're force projecting themselves to that location, maybe? They're not really there. That's another possibility. Yeah. Although that's rough. The, the whole the whole process of like actually physically moving to that location though is kind of set up in the Last Jedi because they make that force connection and then he looks yeah. out at his hand and he's I got know. the rain. So the yeah. rain did the rain physically traveled from one location to the other. Right. So that's what I mean by up the uh, ante though. Yeah, I know. So then so then you do kind of have but then but then John, you're you're not wrong. Like like maybe <laughs> I know it sounds crazy and it would be like a mind bend because this is the force, but like, what if she is on one planet and he's on the other planet, but they are, fi- they are fighting each other. No, thanks. They're both standing there. They're not communicating using Skype and they're not like fighting it's force a force timing. projection of the can other we, one. Can we call it force they timing? They are f- force, force timing. timing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> um, but they are physically there touching each other and fighting each other. It's just what like one one maybe sees that they're no. fighting on Tatooine and the other one sees that they're fighting on Coruscant. No. But it doesn't really matter. They're both there. No. I yeah, I don't know. I'm, don't I tell think him no. <laughs> he's saying, well, he's, saying would you, he's saying, would you like that? And I'm saying no. Would you what do you think about this? And he's saying no, I don't like it, which is fair. Um yeah, I, I don't know. I I I feel like I might be going into this movie with a little bit more like openness to whatever they want to do with the force is cool. I want them um, fighting in person at whatever location they're at. Yeah, and there like there's something that's been missing from Star Wars lightsaber fights through the pre- prequels, and I've said this. A lot of people disagree with me. I hate the Anakin and Obi Wan fight. Um. That I thought I thought they brought back well with JJ in the Force Awakens, which was a good emotional. It's not a choreographed acrobatic gymnast uh, lightsaber fight, where it's two people who are trying to fight. And I think you need that, especially in this last one, especially with those two characters have been through uh, with their connections with the Force and what have you, light versus dark. They need to be in the same place fighting together so i kind of I mean, want to see her punch him in the face and then like he has blood or something and he just kind of like wipes it oh, i'd love that oh boy what you don't want to see <laughs> her punch him in the face that'd be awesome no, i mean i don't know i'd like to see that's her like every off, 10 minutes but... on dragon ball z yes exactly <laughs> um, exactly uh, it's aside, aside, aside from that I mean, I guess that's probably going to be the big aspect of him making this movie weird. Are there yeah. other things that you could see JJ doing beyond flash fighting and stuff like that that would be you'd see, and and whether that's something that you see maybe from the teaser or something you gather from somewhere else that you'd be like, that'd be weird. Clones, anything with clones would be weird. I hate it. I don't want it. Even though they've done it, like we we've seen it, we know clones. I'm saying. Like, if they brought it back in some way or Ray was a clone of something or Palpatine cloned himself or I don't know if there's any clones involved, I'm going to be like, come on guys, come on. Would that be weird though? Or you just wouldn't like it? I think it would be weird Hmm. if they took like Luke's hand and cloned him or like, I don't know. It's just so, I know it's just so weird. Mm -hmm. The whole idea is just, I don't know. It's just, the, the the rumors about the body jumping thing and the possession body and snatching, yeah. Pe- people think Matt Smith is Palpatine. I don't think that's true. I'm not buying that. I don't. Uh, people can keep saying that until I see it. I I think that'd be terrible because why do so, you bring Palpatine back and then you're like, but it's gonna be this guy as Palpatine <laughs> that nobody cares about. Like that doesn't make sense. So to me. that you would guys be kind weird. Of squashed- Squash my thing, but I think if I have a platform for a second, like my whole like Knights of Renaissance thing. Okay, so what was this now? They're all clones or something like that? Yeah, okay, so so we were kicking around just in the private chat or whatever, like what is the whole thing with with, um, Matt Smith and, and why are they being secretive around his character and all that? And I thought, well, what if it's like something weird, right? Something that they can't really like explain. So... I was coming up with some weird stuff, but like then I was thinking, what if it's the Knights of Ren and the Ren stands for Renaissance and Renaissance is like, oh, we're bringing back the old, right? And and making it good again or whatever. So maybe that's Palpatine coming back. And maybe the all of the Knights of Ren, like when they demask, like they're, th- this is weird guys. I know, but like they're all Matt Smith. Every they one of them be, is though. like some weird clone. I know, I know, I know. We'll talk about that in a second, but like, they, they take it off and he's like, he's some weird clone or some like sub generation of Palpatine. And um, that's why they would have a hard time explaining this character because they don't want to explain that he plays one of the Knights of Ren or he mm-hmm. plays all of the Knights of Ren or he plays some sort of weird clone of Palpatine that is related. They, they don't want to get into any of that. They're yeah. like, let's just let he's in the movie, but like, we're not going to talk about him. <laughs> I mean, that would you be know? weird. It would be weird. It's so a, it's all a, the Sith troopers are Matt Smith. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe it's not even the Knights of Ren. Maybe it's like this mass army of... He's the new Jango. Matt Smith. Yeah. Like, I, I can't wait till Matt Smith's oh, not in the Rise of Skywalker. That's going to be the ultimate. Like JJ saying like, gotcha. Like, <laughs> not in it. He's the, vo- he's the voice of Claude. 
Yeah, he's <laughs> he, he's Claude, or or he's he's the model for baby face, like the baby yeah. head. Claude is weird. The, Can we talk about Claude? That thing is weird. Yeah, you know what? He looks a little bit like like the eyes, like Mac and me. You ever, you ever see that movie? Yes. It's yeah, like very like. I don't know. It's that is weird, and I don't even know what he is. It looks like, like the things that Ursula turns people into when they want wishes from her in The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know what would be weird? <laughs> the, the whole 3PO, if he did get into battle and wasn't the coat rack like we all think he's going to be, like that would be weird. Even though he Do you did know what's it weird? in Attack of the Clones. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the weirdest thing I think I've heard. Like I, if they, that was in the movie, I'd be like, this is not right. But like yeah. if they did all of the other stuff, the, the clones and the Knights yeah. of Ren and the power team bringing back and Claude yeah. force timing, all that stuff. I'm, I would, I'd be like, okay. But then like, if you got C-3PO like running with a boat, <laughs> like shoot people, I'm like, this is not Star Wars, man. <laughs> I love that James checks out with that. He's like, I'm out. That's I'm out. Yeah, yeah, that's weird to me. 5,000 Matt Smiths as pal. Palpatine, I'm in. Yeah. Not weird. Yeah. 3PO <laughs> with a bandolier, weird. Yeah, and one of which is more confirmed than the other. But I think the three of us think that whole thing where they just either use him as a distraction or they're like, hold this or like... Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because JJ needs to hammer home who these characters have been and not make it too bizarre. We need so some I'd, more comedy in Star Wars. I'd like some, yeah, some more funny yeah, moments. And I, I think he may leave the weird stuff to, I mean, the, uh, this, the I guess my last point, but I, first he'll leave the weird stuff to like characters that weren't staples for the last 40 years. Like he'll, mm-hmm. he'll take risks with the newer characters, not like mm-hmm. C-3PO. Mm-hmm. The Leia stuff could be weird. And I mean that from like a filmmaking perspective, not like I'm just laughing if people at home are playing the drinking game where every time we say weird, they take a shot. It's be toasty. You know how many big people just restarted the podcast? <laughs> we should have a weird counter. Bing, bing. But like the Leia thing, I wonder if when I'm watching the movie, I'm going to try my best not to think like, well, she wasn't really there. She wasn't really there, but I'm going to try to get in there, but I wonder if it, it, some part of me is always going to know and it's going to take me out. And I know they some can't do anything about her, it. Some clips are her though. But, but not. Like she's there, but it's a body double and they used her face yeah. from TFA or, you know, mm. I, I think that could be weird too. And I know we, we did mostly on this discussion, which we're probably getting up on time about in-story stuff, but movie making wise, I think that could be weird. Like as far as like how they're making the special effects and stuff or just how she's going to appear. And if it looks a little strange, like I'm not saying like Tarkin because they're actually using her actual face, but I don't know. But ultimately, I mean, my last thing on this, I think JJ is certainly affected by things people said about his first Star Wars movie. I think he's inspired by what Ryan Johnson did in terms of a risk taker as a filmmaker, regardless of some people's reactions to The Last Jedi. I think he thinks he can do it and do it in a way where he still makes a movie that Star Wars fans like. But then it always goes back to the, him saying that word satisfying. So my guess is the movie will be really weird. He'll do new and crazy things, but somehow he'll round it out so that the end hits home and brings us back to like a true north. Yeah, you're definitely going to, by the end of that movie, you're going to walk out and people are going to be like, remember that scene? You're like, oh man, I just, I totally forgot about that part. Right, yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be like a, it's not like any Star Wars movie I've ever seen, but it felt the most like Star Wars has in a long time and it ended beautifully or like one of those things like good closure type of thing that's my guess but do you guys have uh, final thoughts on the potential weirdness of episode nine go ahead james i i i don't know when, when it got proposed i was like i don't really know what we i mean i know we t- kind of talked about what we'd consider to be weird and weird isn't a bad thing um, but I still kind of think like from a different perspective there's a lot of weird stuff that's happened in, in star wars 
Um, and that goes for creatures that comes with characters being brought back to life. That comes with people being cloned and having like mass armies of, uh, super weapons that blow up planets, nay systems of planets. You know, it's just like, it just gets weirder and crazier as it goes along. And I, I, I think the weird stuff for me is like when characters don't fit their roles and stuff, which oddly enough, people said about the last Jedi and I disagreed. So I really think like they'd have to do some really weird stuff for me to be like, yeah, that one was kind of weird. And we could always revisit this as we go forward. Lacey. uh, Sure. Final thoughts on potentially uh, being the weirdest star Wars movie. I think it will be um, because it has a lot of storylines and plot and legacy to wrap up and to bring all these elements together. It's going to have to get a little weird. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. it's not going to make sense. I think that JJ's on a mission to make a movie that's never going to be like anything you've ever seen before. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's what we keep hearing from everybody that's involved is like it's beyond anything you could imagine. And all I keep thinking about is, you know, the only movies that I've watched in recent years that have really caught me off guard as being weird are like Hayao Miyazaki films like Spirited Away or Howl's Moving Castle or anything like that. Princess Mononoke, where elements of the story and characters and scenery is just so fantastical that you could never even imagine what it would be and where it's going to go. And I think that's where JJ is going to take this film. So yes, I think it's going to be weird in the best way possible. Right on. Well guys, let us know what you guys think on the points we brought up as to why we think it may be a really weird movie. Um, from filmmaking to in-story and things that we haven't brought up in the comments, uh, things that you think may be weird in episode nine, or maybe if you don't think it will be weird at all, maybe J.J. Abrams brings a true Return of the Jedi-style fun adventure to wrap this thing up. Let us know in the comments what you think about the discussion. And of course, as we get closer and we start getting a little more nuggets and tidbits and Legos and other stuff leaking out, (laughs) we'll uh, dabble more in the potential weirdness of The Rise of Skywalker. But until then... We're going to move on now to hear from you guys. Uh, We're going to send it to Lacey to run through the best of your tweets in Resistance Transmissions. So, Lacey, what have we got? All right, guys. It's time for Resistance Transmissions. So, the whole point of resistance transmissions is that john every week puts up a crazy wacky situation and you guys give your answers or ideas around said question or scenario and then i read them live on the show so i've never read them before i don't know what the scenario is so let's get into it all right so it's harrison ford is seen laughing in this bts photo of the hashtag the force awakens Muffet film. Uh, what did he hear or think about that made him laugh like this? All right. Uh, the first one, <laughs> the first one is Seahawks dad at Seahawks underscore dad. What are you showing me? Oh, the picture of the Harrison picture. Ford laughing. Yes. Look at that. For the visual um, audience. Uh, Lucasfilm says, we are thinking about making hashtag make solo to happen, happen, but we're worried it doesn't have enough support amount the fans. Wait, doesn't have enough support. Harrison laughs. Are you kidding, bro? Don't you listen to the resistance broadcast and follow them on Twitter? Get off my stage. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a get off my plane. It is. Get off my stage. Uh, next up is Andrew Staley. Hi, Andrew at Deuce underscore Staley. And he said he is told, quote, of course you will play Han Solo again after episode seven. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Roman numerals moment there. Okay. Uh, next is Rachel at Ren Rachel the rap. And she said someone told him Greedo shot first. <laughs> <laughs> Next is Josh at Jubacus, and he said he's not laughing. That's the face of pain when a hydraulic door slams and breaks your leg, and he may be thinking of John Hoey's hilarious J.J. Abrams impression. (laughs) Ouch. Uh, Next is Carl Steer at Darth Hurricane. He said, oh, 
Do you want to read this one, John? You want me to do it in the voice? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The one so that says, was previously mentioned. So he says, JJ says, so uh, Harrison, we're going to have your son kill you in this movie. And uh, uh, then because the fans will want it to happen, uh, redeem him in the uh, <laughs> the last movie uh, of the series. It's going to be great. It's, it, 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 it's going to be great. It, incredible. Uh, <laughs> Joseph Solano, hashtag Zori Bliss Gang. Hmm. At Dr. Ragnarok says, JJ said, go ahead, John. Doc uh, Rock. Faster and uh, 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 more intense. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is Kylo 10. Hashtag make Solo 2 happen. Uh, at hey. Fulcrumandor. She said, someone told him about Hobbs and Shaw celebration. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. If you guys want to get that reference, go back and listen to last Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next is Sean at the two rise Thursdays of Sean. Yeah, two Thursdays. Ooh, that's ago. a good one. The rise of Sean. He said he was laughing out of joy when JJ finally told him he'll die in this movie. Oh, yeah, <laughs> there there you go. Go. Hey, that's a good one. Next is Sean Rude. Santa Rude. How rude. At Rude Cold. <laughs> he said, personally, I think Chewbacca is crouched oh crouched down behind him tickling him <laughs> hashtag resistance <laughs> tickling is one of those things that just like i don't know i, I don't like it okay I, uh, can i just point curled out, up in a wookie's lap though no oh, you'll never get a better sleep in your life uh yeah can i just point out that Lacey just had a rough go saying the word crouched it's behind my <laughs> tripod i'm just kidding so I'm trying to read around my tripod, but thank you for making it seem like I can't read. <laughs> That's nice. I'm sorry. The word was crouched behind your tripod. Okay. <laughs> um, I should probably be wearing my glasses, actually. Uh, next is Cooper Meyer at Cooper Meyer 2, the second Cooper Meyer. Yes. Uh, they said, he's just <laughs> getting really deep into singing all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the Force Awakens edit? No. Mm. Where where Ray comes up and she pulls out of the bag and she hands the microphone. Oh yes, yes, Luke. yes, yes. Yeah, and then the it comes up and he his mouth starts singing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by myself. <laughs> nice. Uh, and last but not least is Debbie Anderson at Dragon Debbie. And she said, JJ said, uh, Harrison, Hamill doesn't have any lines. <laughs> Just <laughs> incredible. Incredible. In, in, incredible. He's going to show up. He's going to say absolutely nothing. The crowd's going to love it. Be so surprised. It's going to be like mystery box times 10. Incredible. Incredible. All right, guys. I like guys. how that was from Miss Anderson. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, if you guys want to be on the show, make sure to follow us on Twitter at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N. Every week, John puts up some crazy, wacky situation. And then you guys give your answers. The best, most creative, and fun answers get picked for the show. Back to you, John. Okay. Guys, thank you so much for <laughs> listening and watching and being weird with us. Just as weird as episode nine might be. Um, for those of you who are new to our podcast, I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for joining us. We're seeing a lot of new followers and subscribers and listeners. So we really appreciate you joining the resistance and spread the word because that's the way we grow. Uh, but make sure you yourself are subscribed to us because we do are here two times a week on Mondays and Thursdays. So uh, you're looking at either Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, a bunch of other places where you can find the podcast. But if you're watching our video version, hello out there and welcome. Make sure you leave a comment and let us know what you think. Uh, head to StarWarsNewsNet.com every day for your latest Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. We have an outstanding review team. There's always new comics and books coming out. So uh, Kyle, Jordan, and Yelena really crush it over there, especially when news is uh, light. So good job to you guys. Thank you so much. And make sure you guys head to uh, tpublic.com and pick up Make Solo 2 Happen Swag uh, and about 40 other of our designs, about 38 of which are designed by uh, the world's greatest dad over there, James Bainey. Aww. Is that what your shirt says? World's best dad. I apologize. He's wearing a world's, if you didn't hear from earlier, a, a Django Fett world's best dad 
t-shirt. Um, as Lacey mentioned before, uh, patreon.com slash resistance broadcasts is where you want to go if you want to pledge support for us and what we do. And if you want a lot of awesome exclusive content, we're posting new stuff pretty much every day on there, right, Lacey? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and we have five tiers. Uh, you can yes. start at $2 a month for uh, your initial support. And each tier up, you get new access or new benefits, new perks, and that sort of thing. And as you saw, uh, one of our uh, first four generals, Mello, was just on the podcast doing his Padres. Uh, but uh, speaking of Carmelo, I do want to say a special thanks to uh, him and our other generals. So uh, Carmelo, Brian Shalito, Andrew Staley, Len Brown, Neil Lowry, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, and Val Trichkoff. We salute you generals of our patreon thank you so much uh we couldn't do without you and uh, your support means a great deal to us and i want to thank all of you out there once again for listening you can find me on twitter at johnny hoey and over at starwarsnewsnet.com james uh where can people get weird with you on the internet talking star wars dragon ball metal chipotle where you at at Meyer trunks is where i'm at on twitter m-i-r-a-h-t-r-u-n-k-s it's right here um, and also, Tuca was the name of the animal. Tuca. Yeah. Tuca. Interesting. But it's okay. the type of animal. And then, like, on different planets, they're called different things. On Lothal, they're called Lothcats. But they're Tucas. Right on. The more you know. Uh, Lacey, what about you? People can find me being weird on Twitter, at Lacey Gillerin. All right. All right, guys, that is it. So let me tell you something right now. <laughs> Look at me. Or listen, if you're listening. Can you put your arms down? It's weird. Oh, it's weird? The perfect yeah. episode to be doing that. So guys, I want you to enjoy your weekends. And we'll see you again on Monday morning with nope. another episode. Don't right like that. Here Please on stop. The Resistance Broadcast. See we you around, kids. We'll see you around. <laughs> Got them. <'em. laughs>